All right, David, are you ready? I've uh, I've got a 64-ounce jug of eggnog right here, ready to go oh to fill the holiday needs. Is... It's so much egg and whiskey inside of it, dude, because like... that's how we rock and roll on the holidays. Am I right, my dude? Like the Macho Man Randy Savage of thermoses. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah, break into the eggnog with my thermos. Let's do this. Gentlemen, happy holidays and welcome, one and all, everybody. Why are you looking at me like that, David? You already look confused. I just started saying hello. Oh, I, I didn't expect the intro so quick. Oh, you know how I work, baby. Really quick and really fast. I said quack. You know what? Screw that. David, hello, everybody. Welcome to the show. My name is Brian Ortiz. And I'm David Castillo, staring at Ortiz's pit stains. How dare you? <laughs> Call me out so fast. It's a holiday episode. It's supposed to be cheerful. You have to be nice to me on this one episode. But this is the one that's closest to Christmas. You goddamn Scrooge. Jesus. And I know that water bottle's filled with vodka. Don't pretend like you just drank water either, dude. It's just... I'm doing the Denzel Washington gulp from flight <laughs> with this <laughs> bottle of vodka. <laughs> Jesus, your goddamn references are so niche every time, every every dang time. That's such a specific Denzel Washington movie to reference. Ladies and gentlemen. That was only because it was turned into a GIF. Okay, fair enough. Fair enough. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to the holiday episode, or one of the holiday episodes. We hope you're having a wonderful Christmas, or Hanukkah, or whatever you, you know, Ramadan, whatever you celebrate this year. We hope it's wonderful and that you're having a great time. Um, this is episode 11. We just passed our 10. We're going into 11. We're feeling good. We're pushing these things out all year long, David. We're batching these things. So I just talked to you like a couple of minutes ago. You grilled me on a bunch of stuff about the last Boy Scout. You broke me about Santa Claus. You broke me about my soulmate. I'm just so broken right now. And so hopefully it's my turn to uh, relinquish. Uh, you relinquish command. You give it to me. Now I'm going to whip you with my barrage of problems and issues and i can break you for the holidays ladies and gentlemen and we'd like to say we start off this show by saying why am i trying to attack david because the show is called life's a wreck and what is that well what is life but nothing more than a series of reactions to educational conversations with one another through the use of pop culture as social lubrication everybody once again just another reference for me to get deep inside of david emotionally as if I were the top or you were a top or if I was the bottom or you were the bottom because we just learned through our review that it's okay to be a top or bottom, people. There is no, uh, you know, there is no bad place to be in this world. And what is the show, David? Well, one time, uh, once a week, I will present a topic to you and I will learn something about you through that topic and then I will reflect upon that. But then the next week you give me a topic and you ask me questions and you learn something about myself. And in the end, we hope that we get a little closer. And David, we're on track for that. I mean, I like you a little bit more, but then I hate you. But then I like it's a roller coaster with you, man, especially during the holidays, as holidays usually are, David. So, hey, David, how are you doing? How is your holiday going so far, my guy? It's 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 going good. I've had good food, good company, and uh, I was going to add something else in there, but um, I don't know. Uh, it's it's going good, and hopefully the same is for you. It's going great so far, David. 
I have just returned from a trip in New York. I got to see so many things and Christmas stuff like that. I'm very excited, but we'll talk about that on another trip, another podcast, David. But it was phenomenal. I got to spend a little bit of Christmas time in, in the Big Apple, and it was wonderful. I had an amazing time with amazing people. I got to come back. I'm putting up my tree. I'm going through my traditions of holidays, getting ready for gifts, getting ready for Santa, getting ready for uh, joy and merriment and food and cooking and all kinds of stuff, man, and that's uh, one of the many things I love about this, David. I'm not going to waste any of our time talking anymore about this stuff. Wait, Dave, we're going to get wait. right into the question, I, okay? I, I can't accept that kind of level of positivity when it implies that you also missed my birthday. Okay? I just want to throw that out there. That hurt me, and I won't forget it. <laughs> okay. Look, David, we talked about this, okay? I know it was your birthday. Maybe I got you something, man. You don't know. You don't know. I just got back. You don't know what I have for you, David, okay? I know I missed your birthday, all right? I know, I know. I don't want to hear in the comments. Don't at me, people, okay? I see David a lot. I talk to him a lot, all right? I He happened to plan. You know, maybe it's your fault. You planned a birthday on my trip, and maybe you're the bad guy in this situation. You didn't cater to me. You think about that? Maybe you're the, way, the monster. When, it, when is your birthday, by the way? I'm not going to say that on air. Are you kidding me? I'll tell you what. It's in October. Oh That's what I'll tell you. It's in October, early October, David. I'm an early Damn. October baby. I'm in the spooky season, and I love it. I love <laughs> it. You're a Christmas baby, and I am a spooky baby. That might sound like a, a character out of Home Improvement. Like, I can't tell you how old I am. <laughs> am I Tim Allen, and you're the neighbor? Is that the situation between us? That is, man. It's so, so. By calling yourself, or are you Tim Allen and I'm, I'm Al Borland? So by calling yourself Tim Allen, you're saying you're like a cocaine snitch? David, why do you have to take the things that I love and just bend them over and rape them in front of me every time? Okay? Oh, why? Okay, okay. Okay. All right. Well, the stage is yours. Okay, David, who am I, Who are we in the Tim Allen verse, in, in Home Improvement? Are you JTT? Are you Al Borland? Are you the neighbor? Or are you my Heidi? Are you my Heidi? That's it. I got it, David. You're my Heidi. That's what it is. I'm Tim Allen, and you're my Heidi. And Pamela Anderson Heidi on top of that. Or she, yeah, Pam, we're Pamela Anderson. That's what you are, dude. You're the Pamela Anderson of this group. I don't want to talk about home improvement if we're not going to talk about the cocaine charges brought against Tim Allen before he made it big. <sighs> All right, David. I, 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 you will not ruin Tim Allen, and I will not ruin this dang show of home improvement for me because I'm going to gracefully and with poise and ease move into the topic of conversation <laughs> david i have a topic that i want to talk to you about that i've been holding on to for quite a while i think you and i have had this conversation before but we're going to have it again for the people at home because i think right. it's an important question and it's related to the holidays as well by the way so david i want to get to the point i want to talk about a very long time heated deba debated discussion is Die Hard a Christmas movie? That's what I want to know, David. Is Die Hard a Christmas movie? Because there is a lot of heated discussion about this, okay? I will, I'll tell you mine, but I want to hear from you first. Do you consider Die Hard with Bruce Willis, a movie that I know you know intimately at this point, is it a Christmas movie to you? There you go. So you're gonna hate me because I'm gonna do one of those non-answers. Oh my god! And, and, and what I want question? I don't understand why this is so hard. What I want you to do is just shut your mouth. Wow. <sighs> now, now, 
you know, peacefully and, and respectfully. You know, shut oh, with mouth. consent. Yes. Thank you for yes. asking. <laughs> asking me consent to shut my mouth. I appreciate it. I guess I um, will. Thank you. So to me, like I've always hated this debate. I've always could not stand it. And that's not directed at you, but like I'm just saying, like to me, this is not this is a not one of those non debates because because Die Hard is such a quality movie, it gets to be whatever we want it to be. Whoa! Right. So, for example, like just let's think about this the other way. It's Christmas Carol. Have you heard of this movie starring Carrie Fisher in a play on uh, the uh, goddamn? I've already forgotten the Charles Dickens uh, story. Scrooge, what is that? Um, Christmas Carol. It, it, yeah, so it's a play on that. Okay. But would, any, would anybody care or even give a shit if you called that a Christmas movie or not? No, because it's a terrible movie. <laughs> and so the point, the point being that like, well, Die Hard is so good that whether or not it takes, you know, whether or not Christmas is relevant to the story doesn't matter. And so that's my answer. Die Hard so is a Christmas movie. Sure. It. Is it not a Christmas movie? Who cares? It's a okay. great movie. Okay, so if anybody can make it what it is, right? If if it's so good of a movie, it can be whatever it wants. What do you? Where do you sit on that train then? Where do you put it in your own mind then? If there's no wrong answer, what's your answer? Would you like to put it in a Christmas category, or would you like to put it in a non-Christmas category? Both being good movies, but just out of curiosity. Well, no wrong answer so, because, like you said, you make it whatever you want. The only reason why I would put it in the Christmas category, because as much as I hate playing your game where you're you forcing mm-hmm. me to like answer this question on your own right. terms rather than just accept the validity of what I said. Sure. Yes, I would put it into a... Because, well, you know, I think of other people call it a Christmas movie, so what am I thinking about? If I think about a movie I want to watch that's quote-unquote Christmas theme, oh, well, Die Hard's a great movie. Let's watch that. David, I know you hate answering my questions, which is hard to me because the whole show is about you answering my questions. <laughs> so if I literally took your answer, the show would be done in less than 10 minutes and we would have nothing. So you bet your butt I'm going to grill you whether you like it or not. Uh, David, uh, you know, I think I'm going to I'm going to debate this with you because this is what we do here on the show. I actually think it is not a Christmas movie. It is a great movie, but it's not a Christmas movie. And the question becomes for me. From a movie standpoint, and you should get you should get into this conversation because it's about movies and old stuff, and you like both of those things. Does a movie that takes place during Christmas make it a Christmas movie? And I say no. I say no. I don't think just because a movie takes place during Christmas, it makes it an automatic Christmas movie. That's why I would say Die Hard is not a Christmas movie. It doesn't have to do anything to do with Christmas. It just happens to be the time of year that it happens to take place in. Just like Gremlins. I don't, I don't know if Gremlins is really a Christmas movie either, to be honest. Here's a question I want to ask you. Do you have in your family, whether, uh, and I, you know what, now I can say this, in your family family or your new family with your wonderful wife, do you guys have an ultimate Christmas movie that you like to watch using your definition? Do you like to sit down every year and watch something? I want to watch this for Christmas. Uh, I don't think we really, usually it's just like a movie that we're like, okay, like can we think of a good movie we can watch together? And that's kind of where we like lie. It's not really, you know, holiday theme per se. We have watched some, Mm -hmm. uh, like I think White Christmas, I think it was one of them, but. um, Oh, Classic. But the reason, you know, kind of just slightly getting back to that question that you asked, which is that you can look at a lot of movies that 
claim to be about something, but really aren't. And if they're good movies and they're about a lot of different things or have a lot of different things going on, then it won't matter. Um, like I'm trying to think of it like a good example of like a, a movie where, you know, it's it claims to be about, uh, for example, Rollerball, right? I mean, is that a sports movie? No. Can you also say it's a sports movie? Yeah. Does any of that matter? No. Because I would argue. Rollerball's I would a- argue. Rollerball is definitely a sports movie. One hundred percent. It's about a future sport. That's the whole thing. And it's also about sort of like power and corporations, monopolies, sure. and, and sort of very like sci-fi themed things, right? But it's in a sports category. Like it makes sense. Die Hard has nothing to do with Christmas. Nothing. It just takes place during Christmas. Whereas Rollerball is a sports movie mixed with other metaphors, but at the core, it's a sports movie. And how many, let's say, uh, robbery-themed movies can you argue take place during a bank robbery but aren't about, like, heists and and uh, and sort of uh, the robbery itself, et cetera? Like, like Point Break? Yeah. Oh. You know what I mean? So so that means Point Break would not be a heist movie. Under your definition. Yeah. I, you know what? Hey, David, you've just kind of cracked something here. There's, a, there's something in that. Maybe Point Break isn't a heist movie. Maybe it's maybe it's more about like an emotional heist instead well, of a traditional well, it, heist. There is something to that. Remember, like Patrick Swayze's character is named after a Buddhist figure, right? It's not like uh-huh. it, I mean the text is right there. Now, granted, we could say like well, <laughs> that movie doesn't know shit about Buddhism, which I agree. But I'm just saying, <laughs> his character is presented as this kind of philosophically enlightened. You know, he's not presented as a bank robber. He's presented as um, somebody that sort of believes in uh, this kind of spiritual equality and, and sort of um, yeah calmness, yada, yada. Um, and, and it's funny because, you know, th- that movie always kind of like struck me as as almost kind of counterculture. Like, you know, Keanu Reeves' character like throws away his badge in the end. Like this is a guy that sort of doesn't do uh, really kind of, I mean, everything he does in that movie are not things that a cop does or should do. I mean, right, like fire your gun like into helps. the air emotionally when you're trying to chase <laughs> down a guy. Because those bullets are going to go. That's just every time. Paperwork, man. Or, or, that's or, a lot or, of paperwork. Or, his, or his name, Johnny Utah, right? <laughs> you know, this, <laughs> the most improbable name. <laughs> you know what? Hey, I think that, man, we really came up with some there. I didn't think about it that way. But you know what? I kind of can't see it now the other way. I don't know. If, I don't think Point Break might be a heist movie, which if that is the case, then I still will argue that Die Hard is not a Christmas movie because it's the same thing. It's out of the subject matter it has nothing to do with christmas but it has more of a emotional journey of a man trying to get back with his wife while he's trying to kill terrorists who knows <laughs> david i have a question for you like is there i know that you have watched christmas movies and i know i don't you said there's not necessarily a tradition of watching something but you watch a movie but it's not necessarily have to be christmas with your family but in your lifetime watching a bunch of christmas movies or holiday themed movies is there one that you really love the most I know I there's a movie that I love. There's a couple of holiday movies that I super love and have to watch. Do you just have do, are there any in your repertoire that you just adore and really love to watch, man? Any holiday or Christmas? I, I think the only movie that kind of comes to mind is maybe like Halloween. Um Oh. And the ultimate Christmas movie. And I, <laughs> Well, hold on. You said holiday themed, right? So we're not just talking yeah. about Christmas. Okay, yeah, all right. Yeah. Uh, so you, to me, like part of this is that like, well, in most cases, the holiday setting is kind of forced and really like irrelevant. Like t- t- I think that's part of what makes this question about Die Hard a non-issue for me, which is that I think you can look at a lot of quote unquote holiday themed films 
or uh-huh. maybe even films about the holiday, and they 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 use it as just kind of window dressing. But but one of the, I, I think that's why I like Halloween themed movies so much because they're primarily in the horror genre, and it's it's a little superficial, but also like in keeping with the holiday itself, which is superficial. Like look at Trick or Treat. I'm trying to think of like a movie that's about like a holiday nobody gives a shit about. <laughs> you know, like where where are the where's uh, the movie about where's the where's the holiday movie about Arbor Day or like Turtle Day or or yeah you know like, <laughs> I, I don't or International Pancake Day you know I just um, I'm, I can't wait for that classic Ridley Scott movie to come out about International Pancake Day and just oh, change man. the game, dude. Let me just say, say, Tony this. Scott would have done justice to international or like a holiday theme. Um, you know, I would I would argue that I think one of the best holiday movies, in my opinion, because it fits every qual, it checks every box in my book, is the classic Arnold Schwarzenegger "Jingle All the Way" with Sinbad. <laughs> Come on, course, that's a good one. I, I don't think any movie with Sinbad can be qualified as good. But okay, hold on, time out. There's no way you can say that. The to- I can name two movies off the top of my head with Sinbad that are great. One, not Meteor Man. Two, First Kid. Right, First Kid. That's an excellent, excellent Sinbad movie. Okay, maybe arguably also House Guest. House Guest is an excellent Sinbad movie. Okay, just. Saying, and that's just off the top of my head, dude. That was okay. So I'm not criticizing Sinbad himself as an actor. More of like the movies I think about Sinbad. You're right, Meteor Man is excellent. But when I think about Sinbad, I I just I think about like kid oriented movies, and those I just automatically tune out. (laughs) Jesus, how dare you, man? First of all, some of his most classic work is from kids' movies. Okay, guy made a great appearance in Good Burger. I don't know if you remember that. That's an excellent kids' movie, dude. But I mean. At the height of his career, I mean, the height of this man's career, uh, Sinbad got to do a movie with Arnold freaking Schwarzenegger, dude. We're pri- prime 1996 Schwarzenegger. Like, he still looks good. He doesn't change over yet to, like, that weird shaped body guy. He still looks really good, right? So when I think of Christmas, I absolutely associate it with Sinbad because that man, like, just radiates the perfect character for that movie, dude. It's got action. It's got comedy, all right? It's got superheroes like Turbo Man. It's got Phil freaking Hartman in it. Sinbad running around. I mean, what else do you want in a holiday movie, people? What else? I I, I don't know how much of this is, like, sincere ironic nope this is a hundred percent sincere i love jingle all the way david and i don't know you know it's interesting man i holidays are a tradition in my home traditions are important to us as a family where i where i grew up right and tradition is family and traditions kick in and stuff like that and ours my me and my mom created our own heavy duty traditions that make us happy and a lot of that is around movies and cooking and food and family and that kind of stuff and but movies is kind of a big one like i said if i'm lucky enough to ever have progeny and they i pass down my traditions to my my kids i hope that i will sit them down with me and watch jingle all the way and teach them what dad used to like when he was a kid and then they're going to ask about my turbo doll collection that i have and i'm gonna say don't touch my dolls you know what i'm saying and i'll get super pissed off and then i will get in trouble with my wife because i accidentally yelled at my kid yada 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 point is i will share this jingle all the way tradition with them are tra- what are traditions for you, man? Do they mean something to you? Is this something that you want to pass down? Or because you know, I don't want to pretend like you're 
you sound always so nonchalant and like about the holidays. You're like, yeah, holidays are a bunch of bullshit. Uh, I don't believe anything. Nothing's a holiday movie. Everything sucks, <laughs> and uh, I'm not gonna have kids. Like, is there nothing that you want to pass down from a holiday or Christmas tradition? There's nothing that you and your family do that you love that you want to keep doing in the future. Whether it's Mexican, what is it? Mexican cornbread, which is delicious, oh. right? Exactly. So is there, tell me there's got to be something in your life that you want to pass down. Me, I want to pass down Jingle All The Way. You, what do you want to pass down? <laughs> uh, definitely not Jingle All The Way. And it's, you know, part of, oh, part man, of my- called me out so fast. <laughs> part of it is, I don't remember Jingle All The Way that well. Right? Ooh, maybe is, we should watch it together this holiday season, bro. This is, this is, uh, you know, why uh, you got to give me like 48 hours notice. Just like Nick Nolte, <laughs> Eddie Murphy style. <laughs> 48 hours. <laughs> this is this this should be our tradition. But I mean, I, I guess like for me, uh tradition I, I think is something that kind of you know, growing up as an adult, like I think tradition has kind of taken on more of a negative context cuz like, Really? I, not because not because of anything anything that happened with me personally. Just like you think of like traditions, especially with like Christmas, Thanksgiving, right? You know, like historically sure. these these things are connected to very sort of vile things i think that's one of the things that as you if you're somebody that kind of starts reading more history you realize like history is just really just a collection of like bad shit and and the stories we tell are kind of told to sort of whitewash you know the kind of the vulgarity within it and and it's a way of making those events palatable because what really happened was disgusting and and we're trying to like just for, move past that. We're, we're trying to like either forget about it or just new traditions that'll kind of eventually smooth over uh, history, which tends to be history tends to be violent. And so I think maybe that's why I have trouble kind of come to terms with the idea of like tradition, upholding uh-huh. things that should be kept constant because uh, constant things that are upheld just for the sake of, of tradition, I think tend to have like negative connotations like for me. So... So uh, you're so a Grinch, it, it, is what you're saying? Yeah, you're absolutely, you, absolutely. You're a damn Grinch. The, 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 the Grinch was a hero in my view, and, and <laughs> yeah, Krampus is a hero in, in my story. Yes. <laughs> the Grinch uh, and Krampus are my personal heroes for the holidays. Rare exports; those are my heroes. <laughs> That's a good old, movie. Old naked men, <laughs> you know, just dude. David, can things. we watch Rare Exports for the holidays? We can absolutely do that. But dude, I love Rare. You know what? Horror and Christmas go so well together for some weird reason. I don't know why. For they reasons just, I they, just talked about: the idea of history and violence, tradition and violence. Interesting. Um, interesting. That's not, that's a good point, David. Holy moly! It's like you know what you're talking about, dude. That's amazing. <laughs> David, I'll, this whole podcast is me just trying to invite myself to your family events. So You're could, invited. You were invited like <laughs> last time. I think. You're invited this Christmas. Oh, yes. I, I'm going to show up with all my podcasting equipment. <laughs> uh, I'm here live at David's family Christmas. Uh, I'm in the wild and he's actually parta- He's a liar. He's partaking in all the Christmas activities. He's drinking the eggnog. His dad's dressed like Santa. What's happening? He's a liar, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> You know, David, one of the things I know about you is you're a man of the future. You don't like to look too much of the past sometimes, right? And you don't live and you don't live in the present. But like <laughs> you have a way of looking at the world where I hate everything that exists, but I'm going to do my own thing cuz you're, a, you know, a maniac. Have you and your wife created your own personal new non-violent holiday-based tradition that's personal to you, man? 
that's that's a great question. Uh, yes, uh, for one, if you follow um, two accounts on Instagram, Chubby's World and Baby Jabba, uh, you know that we do have kids. We have we've adopted alien babies, baby Wookies and ba- and Hutlets, baby uh, baby um, baby Huts. Correct. Go check it out, and, folks. It's on there now. And one of the things that we love to do is is uh, we didn't get a chance to do it this year, but um, uh, during the holidays, love to uh-huh. have roast beef ajouche. Oh, lovely! It's uh, man, Nicole always does a great job of getting just the, the right like baguettes, Ooh. and and of course makes just like perfect ajouche sauce. And um, and I, I don't know what it is. It's something about like that meal combining well with the you know like cold holiday uh, weather yeah is just is is fantastic so roast beef ajouche during the holidays is a thing in the castillo ruckman family she did not take my last name and that is for the best by the way showing her independence also that's a really good name ruckman is a fantastic last ruckman's name. a great name that's very cool castillo is not castillo is a terrible last name Okay, don't hate on us right away just because we're Latinos, dude. There's no need to hate our last names. Okay, your name, just... your name is solid. Ortiz is like it's like a title card. Like I, I, that last name is solid. Is it? Ca- Castillo is. is Holy like crap, this... David! That's like the nicest thing you've ever told me. <laughs> uh, probably. <laughs> there's uh, like, Castillo. Just it's, there's like like two words missing that like would make it <laughs> elegant, but instead it just sounds kind of like muddy. And I like I, I could never stand my last name. I just want to, I, do, Ortiz, I don't know, David. I two like. of my closest friends share names that are extremely similar to one another: Castillo and Carillo. Two people <laughs> with like the my two most ultimate favorite humans on the planet have similar names. Okay, what does that tell you? So I don't know. I don't know. I, I thank you for that compliment. And hey, dude, that that sounds so wonderful. What a wonderful tradition. But look, it's amazing that you still take the time to find something like I said, that's what I like about you, man, is that you always are able to like kind of turn that around and do something of your own thing. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, I, by the way, I was making a note real quick to see like (laughs) what Ortiz means. Son of Orthi, which is brave slash strong. Yes. Thank you. That's what I've been told. I'm going to start calling you that son of Orthi. That that is fantastic. (laughs) (laughs) Son of Orthi. Tell me your clan's name. You see what I mean? I was right though. It's it sounds like a, like a title, like a sort of like a nobleman title or something. something what does regal. Castile mean? Look it up. What does it mean? It, it means castle, which is born as oh. right. Like yeah, this. dude, no yeah, man. That means you're built like a castle. You're strong and sturdy, and you house people in protection. That's what, what I got from that, dude. My back problems would disagree with this whole analogy. You know? Oh was... my god! <laughs> because my spine is broken, I am a terrible <laughs> castle. I'm not a castle. <laughs> my lumbar is fucked. I look forward to the day because you know you are a, a, you're an amazing writer, and you write you you know you've written a book oh, man, that's thanks. coming out someday. Now soon. that's a compliment I've never heard. Like you, you're you're giving me a lot of credit. Well, so. David, it's the holiday season, and I'm trying to give you the gift of compliments. Uh, <laughs> you know, aside from the gift of destruction, as you normally give me, I'm trying to pay you a compliment. I would love to see your take on a holiday story. Would you do? Would you ever do a holiday horror story? Because I know that works. I love, you know how you love the holidays and violence. Uh, that would that would sound absolutely fantastic. And dude, and, uh, by I think the way, kill a horror holiday story. I think you'd kill it. I, I do want to say real quick that um, for for any like book nerds or like history nerds, um, the Battle for Christmas by Stephen Nissingbaum uh, is just a fantastic exploration into sort of like 
Christmas, its history in America, uh, you know, going back to the 1800s and so forth. And um, please give that a read. It's very dense, but give that a read. David, do you remember? That's beautiful. Shout out. Check it out, ladies and gentlemen. This is the recommendation part of the show. <laughs> <where> we recommended <laughs> shout out books. We got we got a book shout out. And we got some Instagram shout outs. Don't worry. We'll put some of those oh, yeah. in the text below. Uh, David, you, you know, you clearly I'm learning about you right here. And you're like this educated man who has learned about the holidays. And you're really one of those people that like the holidays are nothing but a, an illusion and bullshit <laughs> to cover violence and decades of, you know, disgustingness. So. But I know that you didn't grow up like that. You weren't born into this world like with a full beard and like super educated on the hating of Christmas. Have you seen my baby picture? You well, to be fair, you do have almost a full beard as a baby picture. It's amazing. You came out a full a grown like shit. right. You came out a full adult man out of your mom like mother. I'm out and ready to take on the world. Like I remember that was that's what your it, mom said at the it, wedding. It's what you. It's the Bruce Dern phenomenon. Like Bruce Dern, clear, <laughs> that guy was always old. I think that's that's clear. Just but yeah, you you came out old. Um, so I know that in the beginning it wasn't like that. And you said that your dad used to dress up like like Santa Claus, which is great. You know, saying <laughs> way to go. Like I'm so glad someone's dad did it because mine did it. <laughs> oh God. Oh, so it's okay. It's not your fault, Brian. It's not <laughs> you your fault. <laughs> you did. We have a true breakout moment here, ladies and gentlemen. I cut out the rest of like me crying, and uh, you, you we're just cut to. But man, I broke down. I, I drove to your house, gave you a you hug. You did. You found we me embraced. naked on the floor with eggnog <laughs> dripping out of my mouth in the fetal position. <laughs> it was crazy, David. I'm so glad we cut this out. This is actually day two of this podcast. Um, so, like, you grew up, and you grew up, and this. Uh, when did this change? Did you have? Was it high school? Was it junior? Was it college again? Because I think college really broke you. Sometimes is what I think. College just destroyed who you were and created a whole new person, which I guess is good. But do you know when it happened? Do you remember the first time you were like, man, Christmas is bullshit? Well, you know, so the thing with, with me, and I think that, that like that the reason why, even though I grew up poor but still consider myself privileged, is that, you know, my, my parents were always, and this, this I, I think, applies to a lot of things, like just in life in general, like regardless of where your struggle is, is that when, when you have a strong support network, you're much more comfortable about the things that you want to detach from. Like, you know, for me, like I wanted to detach from religion and, and, okay. and sort of the notion of, of sort of tradition and like just, you know, being like uh, disillusioned by like the history and how violent, you know, yada, yada, yada. Right. And so, but the fact that even though my parents didn't approve, for example, when I was like, I don't believe in God, blah, 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 blah. Ooh, um, that must've been a heavy time for them. Yeah. So, but, but nonetheless, like they were still loved me, yada, yada, yada. Sure. And, um, so I think that really helps, you know, when you have people that are around to support you, um, you just, you feel like you have more freedom to kind of, uh, go wherever your, you know, personal kind of journey takes you, you know? So, so that was there a specific that, moment in your personal journey, dude? Like, uh, was it in high school that you started reading this material? Was it in college that you started finding out this stuff? Uh, it was it was uh, mostly college. Oh, you know, actually, I would say yes. There, there was a moment, and it was Howard Zinn's A People's History of the United States. When did you read that? And I read it in uh, first year of college. Okay. First year of college. Go, okay. And so once again, college destroyed you. Okay. Yeah. Uh, well, I'm yeah. glad that we're at least on track here with the same the same idea that the university system broke you completely and turned you into a new man. 
yes, where a lot of things kind of you know really like broke the spell, so to speak. But um, uh-huh. I think as a person, they they kind of really sort of encourage that. Um, I you know again we're we're talking about like holidays and violence. I, I think your personal journey should be somewhat violent. I don't mean like literally violent. Whoa, I mean just like if you're really like growth is typically going to mean like combat, like a sort of um, com- com- combat with like mortal combat with like ideas and so forth. And I think if you're not experiencing that, then you're not growing, uh, which is maybe kind of like a weird, strange, like Darwinian way of kind of wording it. Uh, That's it's not really what I mean. But So violence equals growth sometimes. Yeah, absolutely. Wow. Yeah. Dark and yet poignant. Damn, David. That's the <laughs> story of your life, my guy. You know, I love that you've uh, associated. Now I cannot not think of violence when I think of the holiday <laughs> spirit and the cherished man that used to bring me presents. Now I just Jingle think all the way is pretty violent, is it not? I mean, I'm not arguing with you on that. Just, uh, you know, you made me, you make me, uh, you make, you try to always pull the curtain away from me, David. I'm safe behind the curtain. I'm enjoying with the show. And then all of a sudden you come out, you're like, hey, did you know that all of this stuff is bullshit and violence and death? I hope you like your holiday. I love you. Bye. And then you just like go into the background, you know, but you're all right, dude. I, I think you are right. There is a connection with violence and Christmas. And I think that's totally true. And that, hence those movies like Rare Exports or Krampus. Are do can do so well and have or Black Christmas, you know, are so fun to watch during this time. But you know, I, another thing that I I enjoyed also with the holidays is for some reason I'm not into like the more traditional stuff like Miracle on Fifty Fourth Street, you know, and like It's a Wonderful Life. Like those are great and fun and yada yada yada. But I like more of what you said, the horror, the, the sometimes attached to it, or in some of my cases, the comedy. I really enjoy comedy and a lot of these movies like. Jingle all the way, mock the holiday traditions, and they mock the holiday scenarios that we get to see. So they're not, you know what I'm saying? And I really enjoy that. That movie is about a man just trying to get a dang toy for his kid, but it's all about capitalism and how terrible it is and like all the violence that people go through just to take an object. I mean, you're right. Once again, violence. David, you're really turning me on this thing. I'm starting to hate the holidays. And, uh, (laughs) Think about, remember when Tickle Me Elmo came out and how violent Americans got just to try and get a dang doll that just shook. The you know Black I mean? Friday, like, stampedes. Oh, my God. My poor mother had to deal with that stuff, man. I remember she tried to go get us a VCR and was almost trampled to death at the Walmart in Brownsville just to get a dang old VCR. I think she said she saw an old lady fall to the ground and people just moved around her and just kept going for stuff. It's insane. You know what I'm saying? So you either have two ways, right? You either do a violent movie or you do a comedy that mocks it. And so I think I tend to go both ways, and I really like comedies. Um, and I would be remiss if I didn't say um, Jingle All the Way is like one of my top five Christmas movies, but I do have an ultimate Christmas movie, like the one movie that is the most epic Christmas movie to me ever made, and it still holds in my day. Can Which you is? guess what that is? Do you have any idea what it is, David? Home Alone? Not a bad, not bad. That's also in the top five. It's not bad. I'll tell you what it is. David, the ultimate Christmas movie. It's not. I don't, this is not a hot take. This is a fact, people. All right, let's hear it. Ernest saves Christmas. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it doesn't happen often, but sometimes you do break me, and I'm. Just, <laughs> I, I, I gotta know why this is because I'm not. Listen, I'm not gonna say anything bad about Jim Varney. I'm just really curious. Sure. Why. Sure. Why? I, I feel like I feel like even your memory of this movie is not that it's not good enough to justify putting this number one. First of all, I watch it every year. It is a staple okay. in my home right. since 1988 
when this movie came out, okay? Uh, Jim Varney, first of all, a gosh dang character master in my opinion. I will fight for Ernest P. World till the cows come home, okay? I, I, I love that man great, and I man. love his movies, okay? But I think Ernest Saves Christmas is the ultimate Ernest movie, arguably next to Ernest Goes to Jail, which is also really good. But I think Ernest Saves Christmas has what the others don't. Maybe Ernest Ernest Goes to Camp is the closest. But this movie has a lot of heart. Not to mention the comedy is freaking on point on this movie. And if you haven't seen it, I highly recommend a lot of physical comedy, quick edits, fast cuts. Jim Varney's like in prime earnest mode. He honed in the character from like the Camp Kids movie to this thing. It's genius, dude. It's got a lot of heart. It adds to the Christmas mythos, if you will. Uh, I think certain movies uh, put ideas in our minds on what Santa is like or what the powers of Santa is like or what the ability is. So uh, that movie across the board means the world to me. And it was something that me and my mother used to share because it just was me and my mom growing up when I was a kid. So she made sure that the holidays for me were positive because it was just me and her. And she didn't want me to be sad and mad during the holidays. So she would put on comedies and happy things to make sure that I was well taken care of and that I had good memories of our time together with me and her. And Ernest Saves Christmas was one of the earliest family-friendly funny movies that both of us could enjoy. So we used to watch the heck out of it. And I will live and breathe and die and say that that movie is the ultimate, ultimate Christmas movie, in my opinion. Funny, fast, comedy, action, Jim Varney, Santa Claus, Jim Varney, action. You know what I'm saying? You can't ask for anything more. I'm just saying, dude. That is, uh, that, that's a great answer. And also touching. Like, I, that's, it's really uh, your, your mom um, doing that for you, right? Um, sounds, you know, it's funny. Like, that's usually the, the sort of mood that uh, Nicole's in when it comes to like watching. Movies during the holidays, she you know likes oh. to see like com- you know, always wants to see some kind of funny. Even though like I realize like RoboCop is not necessarily like, hilarious, <laughs> but it is like it has a lot of comedic. <laughs> One of the moments. greatest '80s comedies, RoboCop. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and of course, you know like RoboCop very clearly a satire as well. So it's not like the movies without uh, like intentional humor. But sure. Um, uh, but man, that is you know like one of the things I, I want to say something about because I don't remember this movie that well. One of the things I always wish we had seen. Uh, from Jim Varney, uh, obviously taken away from us, far too young. Far um, too young. Man, I would have loved to have seen Jim Varney in like some serious movies because he always had like the face and like just like energy of someone that could could play anything. Like I could see him totally killing it as like a ruthless villain or or just uh, even just a regular dude. Um, and and it's it's kind of a I don't know if like, you know, that was intentional. Like he, like he always wanted his career to kind of be driven by this kind of entertainment or if he just didn't get like offered uh, other roles. Uh, I know he was in like Beverly Hillbillies. I know he's, he was in like one or two serious films and. Um, I know that I think but, his uh, most serious role that I saw was Beverly Hillbillies. And I know that's still like a character, but he was still more sincere. He was more sincere in that movie. Uh, but you know, Arguably, you're right. It would have been great to see him in something extremely serious. And you know what? The sad part is, like you said, if we still had Jim Varney now, if he was still alive now, a thousand bucks he would have 
he would have gotten a serious <laughs> movie in there. They all did. Like Robin Williams, every yeah, comedian that yeah. we love, all eventually in their latter part of their career started doing a serious stuff, which, and arguably is some of their best stuff. Like I think some of my favorite pieces from Robin Williams are the dark things where he plays psychopaths or serial killers. <laughs> like one hour knew? photo. By the way. Well, yeah, uh, one hour photo, man. Or insomnia. Uh, yeah, you're right, man. That- Jim Varney holds like two holiday movies in his back pocket, which is pretty dope. Guy's got Ernest Saves Christmas, which he does every year for me, emotionally. And then (laughs) he also has Ernest Scared Stupid, where he always saves the holidays. Ladies and gentlemen, if you haven't seen it, I cannot stress enough. Go online. I want to hear your support for Ernest Saves Christmas. Anyone who's negative about this, I will fight you online, dang it. Because, gosh darn it, Ernest P. World is a hero of mine. Gosh darn it. All I'm saying, he saved Christmas, and he saved my childhood. I don't, you know, like I, 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 this should be the moment where I like make fun of you, Terrence. You talk about how, like, oh, come on, seriously, like Jim Varney, like, what are you, do, <laughs> what are you doing? But I, I can't this time. I really can't. That's, I feel like it's, it's obviously outside the box uh, in terms of its selection. But sure. Um, but yeah, man, like Varney feels like a, a strange niche that you don't get anymore. Where you know this kind of like character actor that. Um, that only played like really like a, a certain type, um, you know. This is well before like things were branded and prepackaged. And ah, man, that's that's it's a really good answer. It's, it's atypical, but I can totally see why. Yeah. Um, I am. Cur- I, I need to do need to watch these again. I'm curious like how well they've aged. He would. I would love to do. I would love for the holidays. You spend some time watching Jingle All the Way and Ernest Saves Christmas, and you tell me at this age what you think. You know what I'm saying? Uh, I would love to hear that retrospect on another episode sometime of what you thought. <laughs> son <laughs> son of movies. son of Orthy. Man, you're surprising me, dude. This is fantastic. Uh, my friend, David Castle. Ooh, <laughs> David Castle. What a great, cool name, dude. I just discovered that right now. Holy moly. By the way, son of Orthy sounds like some like Mexican Excalibur <laughs> character. <laughs> Am I holding? Is it my? Is my Excalibur a giant churro? Because I'm because I'm fat and a Mexican. <laughs> your, your shield is a sombrero. Uh, <laughs> man, oh, were... racism! Good lord. <laughs> As my is my steed a donkey? While we're at it too, David. Listen, hey, yeah, uh, my uh, my churro, my burro, my shield. I'm ready to go. I'm son of Ortiz, baby. You know, donkeys is very, very. Um, I, I think majestic creatures. Not given enough credit. Um, they're kind of seen as like, like the wrong half of a horse. But um, uh, <laughs> man, I, I, I love. It. Never heard it put that way. <laughs> wrong half of a horse well i mean like i don't know how else to kind of destroy like a half a horse whatever i mean uh sort of um the point is uh yes your 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 name which is very much uh latino king arthur um i I think is fantastic well david this is a holiday miracle because that is the nicest thing you've ever said to me you just called me latino king arthur dude that is amazing can you be uh can you be my like latino k which was his you know his brother who had eventually ended up being his like you know squire and partner and all that kind of stuff and in becoming a knight and all that stuff oh well no 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 david will you be my merlin my latino merlin merlin uh all i'll say is that i don't feel like that's fitting i, I feel like uh you don't want to be merlin 
I think I'm like, you know, some sort of like creature from the lagoon or something like that. Like that's, that's I got it. I you're Morgan Lefay. That's what it is. <laughs> you're, the, <laughs> you're the bad guy in my in my story. And eventually we both end up dying in each other's arms, probably, <laughs> which sounds perfectly suited for both you and I. Uh, and on that note, David, we've come to the end of our show. We've talked so much around the holidays. Um, we've talked about the things that I love most, like Jingle All the Way and especially Ernest Saves Christmas. <laughs> but enough about me, David. We're here to talk about you. And at this part of the show, ladies and gentlemen, I'm supposed to reflect about what I learned about you, David. And I tell you what, I am once again blown away by your answers and your vision of the world and the future. You know, first of all, you are a wonderful human being who believes that holidays are superficial, violent pieces of bullshit. You know, that is a beautiful thing in itself, I guess, because you've decided to make up this own mind. Once again, college breaking you deep inside. And David, the hero of your story is the Grinch. And that says volumes about yourself. And despite all of this and the hate for holidays and the traditions and the histories that come from it, you still enjoy the spirit of the holiday. That Latino spirit inside you keeps these holidays alive for you, man. And what I love most is even though you don't conform to the traditional standards that have come to us as Americans, you go to the beat of your own drum. You find your own special holiday traditions with your wife, whether it be food or sharing love together in, a, in your own way. And for you, weirdly enough, violence equals growth. And the holidays are kept alive through what you have experienced and you've grown, you've made up your own mind and you've created your own traditions. And maybe one day you two will pass them down to somebody else. And that is amazing about you because you continue to amaze me by going forward and carving your own path in this world where the rest of us want to live in standard traditions and wallow in our old American archaic holidays. But you, sir, say fudge you. I'm doing my own thing. My name is David Castle. And that's what I love about you, man. Constantly moving forward, David. There you go. You know, that's I'm realizing that's why I enjoy this podcast, because Brian, son of Orthy, you are <laughs> a rare export yourself. Oh, David, pulling out the good stuff. What a perfect note to end on, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for listening to our holiday Christmas episode where we talked about a bunch of weird ass stuff. I can't <laughs> wait for it to uh, kick in. Um, I can't wait to hang out with your family, get some Mexican cornbread. Uh, I can't wait to enjoy our first Christmas together in this new way, my friend. Ladies and gentlemen, if you like what you hear, please like, share, give us all the stars, give us a review. If you leave us a good review and five stars, we'll, we'll read it on the podcast. If you give us five stars and a bad review, we'll probably still read it on the podcast. If you'd like to suggest a topic, a conversation for us, because we're too lazy to come up with our own stuff sometimes, you can reach us at wreckthepod at gmail.com. That's R-E-C, the pod at gmail.com. You can also find us on Twitter at wreckthepod, as well as Instagram and TikTok, ladies and gentlemen. We're building our stuff together, so if you have ideas and suggestions, we'd love to hear it. Get the word out. Have people listen to our weird little slice of the world, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, David, anything else before we leave the audience on this holiday spirit? Anything you'd like to tell us when we leave? 
Yippee-ki-yay, motherfucker. Booyah, baby! My name is... <laughs> hold on, this is great. My name is Son of Ortiz. And my name is David Castle. <laughs> and happy holidays to you all, baby! Go watch Ernest Saves Christmas! I love you! Turbo Man away! Life's a Wreck is an FC podcast production created by Brian Ortiz and David Castillo, recorded in our homes and edited by me, Brian Ortiz. Theme song and outro by Hard Power USA. Check them out on SoundCloud. And please let us know what you think about the show by rating us and leaving a comment. You can also email us topics of discussion for future episodes at wreckthepod at gmail.com. That's R-E-C, the pod at gmail.com. Hey, thanks for listening to our little slice of the podcast world. And we'll see you at the next episode. Thanks for stopping by. In the past, there have been many traditional ways to celebrate Christmas. With songs, with gifts, with family and friends. There's a new way. Ho, 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 Bert. With Ernest. <laughs> Ernest P. Warrell. He's back. Know what I mean? Back to save Santa. Santa's in the slammer. Look at those beady, twinkling eyes. Back to save Christmas. <laughs> back to save face. You dead meat. That's life for you. Isn't she a doll? Ernest <laughs> G. Laurel. Mr. Funtime. In the mission they said couldn't be done. On Comet. On Cupid. On Donder. In the movie they said shouldn't be done. Sophie, Grumpy. A blister. You guys say you have a problem with reindeer? Trim the tree. Light the candles. Deck the hall. And hit the deck. Because Ernest P. Oral's coming to town. And he's coming with colorful cards and festively wrapped packages. Air brakes. <laughs> Ernest saves Christmas.